I, Welcome to the podcast of ethical writing this week. Oh, 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 it's January 1st, 2018. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. My favorite part of these podcasts is just looking at the waveform from Katrina <laughs> and then looking at the waveform from me. But I'm so proud. Steve is speaking up. He's very far away from the microwave. Microwave. The also microphone. The microwave. <laughs> He's also very far away from the microwave. But... He's speaking up, but I'm proud of him. And we have two guests this week. Two! A returning. Two. Matthew's sort of a host. He's done one podcast before, which basically makes him a host. Yeah. It's good to be back. You should introduce yourself. My name is Matthew Nisley. You have to speak up, Matthew. Look at your voice for My name is Matthew Nisley. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what do you want what, to know? We were, what class? Class of 2001. Yeah. I was a Titan. Right. And I'm from Greenfield. Oh, yeah. But I live in Chicago. Right. When you're not in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also have... I'm Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have to speak up? You're okay. okay that's me. That's me. Go again, Stephanie. Okay. So I'm Stephanie Hansen, uh, class of 01. We're very 01-based here at Ethical. Right? <laughs> I always things go all right. Yeah. That's how it goes. It was the best class. It was. We really were. We were not a mistake. <laughs> we were the best. And down, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Anyway, so we're at Steve's. We're back at Steve's apartment, not at the kitchen table. We're on. We're in the living room where there is actual furniture, which is really exciting for. This is super exciting for Katrina. This is really exciting. There's also an hourglass, so I just want to publicly make fun of Steve for having a form of technology. It stopped being helpful like 200 years ago. You know, I just find it soothing. Maybe he just wants to relive Aladdin when Jasmine gets stuck in the house. I must say, I think this couch is very mappable. Oh, yeah. really? That's actually why I got the couch. Yeah. yeah. I had a love seat there and it wasn't big enough. I can see myself napping on that. Yeah. I mean, I support naps on couches. I got plenty of blankets for that. Yeah, which you need because it's like negative 25 degrees outside. I actually didn't think, you know... Maybe it's because everybody was saying how terrible it was today. Mm-hmm. That when I stepped outside, it actually didn't feel that bad. Isn't it like nine degrees? How warm is it? Fifteen? What does the internet say? I have no idea. It's a single digit. Only we had a Google monkey. I know, but he's busy right now. He's picking me up at three fifteen. So. Yeah, I'm going to see a Bulls game today. Yeah, so I bought my Bulls t-shirt at Target yesterday, so that I'm appropriately clothed for said Bulls team. I didn't know the Bulls were still a thing. They are. Apparently they're winning. (laughs) Nick was like, so Google Monkey, for those of the who have listened to the podcast previously know that my boyfriend's name is Nick, but we also call him Google Monkey. I thought that was Lance. Uh, No, Lance is Lance. Wasn't Lance the fact checker? That was always the intention. What? Uh, no, no, Lance, Lance would tell the audience to check. <laughs> oh, right, we would pause. I don't think this is legit. <laughs> but I'm not sure, so you, at home audience, please yeah. check us. Apparently the bulls are getting good, Okay. I guess. And so also there's a baby race today, like at halftime they race babies. That sounds fun. Yeah, so that's why we're going. To raise uh, the babies. There's a very puzzled look on my face. <laughs> they, I guess they're like the babies crawl, and, and then they they see who gets to the other side the fastest. It's probably because it's the new year, right? Yeah. They're supposed to be the Apparently the it's always the new year's game, and then they race the babies. So at the game last night, did they race 
Hey, what was there a game last night? But they should. Just Are we sports like people in this room? Uh, I play, but... No. Oh, right. You play soccer, though. Yeah. But I don't really watch. Yeah. Also, surprisingly difficult to find Bulls shirts at Target. Even in Chicago. Even in Chicago. Like, they're all about the Blackhawks and the Cubs. All over the place. And then, like, some Bulls shirts. We had to go to two Targets. And then there was even, like, a Chicago Fighter shirt. The Bulls you are still the... find Bears stuff, too. Oh, yeah. The Bears stuff was out. Less of it. Mm -hmm. But supposedly the Bears... Because you watch a lot of... You care about the Bears. Yeah. So That's the one thing people in Tanzania always know about Chicago. The Bears? The Bulls. Oh, the Bulls. Interesting. Yeah. Although we haven't been good since you know, the 90s. But well, we were huge. It must be. Right. Right. <laughs> 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 it must be from the 90s that people remember it. Yeah. I don't know. Or Jordan. I mean, maybe he... He transcends yeah. culture. Yeah. Time. Hourglasses. Space. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised about the hatred for the hourglass. I don't hate the hourglass. It's a lovely item. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to me. I mean, like, I, I feel like a sundial is more useful than an hourglass. Well, they're still useful in, I don't know, Pictionary? Like, one of the games that has oh, yeah. a countdown, because the ones that... Scattergories? No, the Scattergories oh, has, the like, a, yeah, the timer that ticks really annoyingly. Right, but then you forget to look at the hourglass and then you're like, oh, time's up. Could have been up 15 seconds ago. I don't know because it's literally banned. But everyone got that advantage. Well, <laughs> depends on who's on your team and who's not. Do you have any games that you're looking for to play in the new year? Well, I mean, I always like Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So we played Oregon Trail. Nick, the Google monkey, got Oregon Trail for Christmas. So I played that twice. And died both times. Is it, do, they, do they update it or is the it's the old version? It's a card on game. New platforms. No, it's a card. It's the old version on a card game. Oh. It's extremely difficult. Like you want to have as many people as possible in your team. What are you? Do you own Orchid Trail? Of course. So this is the game. Oh wow. Yeah. It's, and it comes in in such a compact, efficient. Right, because it's just it's cards, and so like. You lay down trail cards, and most of the trail cards are either a river that you have to ford, and if you don't ford it on your first try, you either die or lose a supply, or it's a trail, and then it's like calamity strikes, and you have to draw the calamity card, which either means that like there's bad grass and you've killed your oxen, or you die of dysentery. No chance to save yourself, or yeah. to break your arm. Steve's first turn of the end of 2017. Lay down a card, draw a calamity, die of dysentery. Literally the first thing <laughs> that we do in the game. Why is there a die with nothing on the side? Because Steve didn't actually put the numbers on the die. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I have plenty of dice, and they just have to be numbered 1 to 6. So that's a pretty common thing. Why in the world what? would it be cheaper to produce a die without numbers and then a sheet of stickers? <laughs> than a die with numbers are. I think they were going for the 8-bit I look. mean, if only any of us were in economics. And so Are I, any of us in economics? I mean... Steve? Stephanie? Kind of? I don't do... What do you do, Stephanie? Because this is supposed, supposed to be a podcast about you. Yeah, technically you were the host, and then that, we realized Matthew was in town. He's a nice jeans, by the way. Wait, host or guest? 
Either one. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Words. Yeah, no. I'm you are empowered to be a decision. Ow. All right. Y'all talk about Stephanie. I'm going to go get some sparkling spider. Are we get? And the average volume is going oh, down. Oh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew might be upgrading to a host, especially since Lance went and moved to L.A. Oh, you know what? I don't. I guess it's good. So, I, and I mean, since Matthew is now closer than L.A. I, I'm happy to be second best. That's fine. Um, I'm happy for for Lance that he moved to LA, but I also uh, resent him. Why? <laughs> because I never want to be cold ever again for the rest of my life. No. Uh, <laughs> one of the 2017 students is I worked at LA twice, and seems like a fine place to live, less the cost of living. Yeah. And it seems like an okay place to visit. Okay. It's like my thought on LA. Yeah. That's all I got. That's how I feel about DC. After about three days in DC, I'm like, it's time to leave. <laughs> you know, I would agree with that too, but I love L. I mean, I love DC, and I don't love LA. Okay. I think I could love anywhere that is warm all the time. I could make myself love it. <laughs> I would find it a hidden charm. You know, I mean, eating was great. There's plenty of things to do, but just. Anyway, where are you traveling this year? That's a good question. I'm trying to figure out where I should go in January. Someplace warm. Um, I don't know. Something that starts with a B. Bahamas, Bermuda. <laughs> Belize. Is there a do you could be. do you travel every month? Uh, so last year I did every other month. This year I want to do every month. And is there an order of the alphabet? No. You no. no. <laughs> it just happened to be that the warm like place February be a D. And March will be F. <laughs> Uh, that's not how it went, but who knows? Okay. My brothers and I, in March, are going to Montreal. Yeah. I don't think it's warm there. I definitely not <laughs> warm there. Uh, I'm not even sure how that trip happened. It it was being discussed right when I was getting ready to come back to the United States, and then the next thing I know, I checked my email, and it's like, so we're all going to Montreal the last weekend of March. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a choice we can make. <laughs> Let's do it. Did you guys want anything? Uh, we jumped right into the podcast. We <laughs> never chased to try to offer a host. To, well, I'll take some of the cider. Okay. Yeah, I want some of the champagne. Okay. I don't know if we should give the champagne a little bit longer. Can we just put it in the refrigerator? <laughs> and now comes the time. I was pouring cider. Now comes the time. Oh, we were just chatting about travel for the upcoming year. Right, right. Are you have to go back to Africa? Uh, I don't know yet. I need to analyze some okay. artifacts and see if I need to go back. Wait, I so you would be going back to do more digging? Yeah, I actually didn't do that much digging this year. Oh. Hmm. Uh, if I do go back, I would I would like it to be a short trip because I don't okay. like to have to renew all my permits, which are expensive and take a long time to renew. I was only supposed to be there until the beginning of October this month. I was supposed to be there. Oh two and a half months, I guess it was, mm-hmm. and my permits took too long, and I ended up extending, and so I was there for five months in the end, oh, which wow. was not how I planned. No. But it was fine. We got a lot done. Good. Yay. Yeah. It was night and day compared to my first round of field work. My first round of field work, uh, we, basically everything I found fit into a couple of grocery sacks, and we found, like, 35 archaeological sites that were 
uh, not very interesting or relevant to my dissertation. And then this year, in a third of the time, we found over 10 times the number of sites. Hey! So somewhere between 350 and 400. And you're studying the birth of modern man? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Something about. I don't know what I'm doing. I either. still think it's leaky vegetables. As far as I'm concerned, I am writing, I'm constantly I'm, studying about leaky I'm, vegetables. I'm, it's, well, and it's funny you say that. I, I had until the end of the month to finish, and I was invited to submit an article to a very good. Uh, ethnobotany journal about mm -hmm. leafy vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so leafy vegetables are lettuce and kale. Well, there's lots more than just that. Okay. <laughs> but yes, you're, you have the right. Have you can you can eat carrot top. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the carrots green. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Didn't I? I feel like we discussed this during the first podcast. Did we? Well, talk no, about but you also talked gardening? a lot about culture. And how important anthropology was to understanding culture. Mm -hmm. Right, but then we also talked about you going to the state fair. Yeah, Did and we, we talk about yeah, that? and the like the finishing touch that made no sense with the vegetable display. Right. I had put, I had made like this cornucopia display of vegetables, and then yes. next to it, next to it, I put carrot tops in a vase on a mirror. Look <laughs> on it. I don't know why. Yeah, you probably the creator type. Yeah. Are Matthew nicely? Those carrot tops. Yeah. You can eat carrot tops. I, I don't, but I could. Maybe you... Um, I also could eat kale. And are you? Do, do you make resolutions? Sometimes. I don't often follow through on them. Although, I've been very good about flossing for like the last four years. I hate flossing. I know, it's the worst, but I've been very good about it. Was it had that started as a New Year's resolution? Yes. Huh. And then I finally, it turns out... Maybe, you should eat, maybe your resolution should be... Like, I like the... It's sort of like a... Was that Steve. my phone? It's not me. Maybe <laughs> I need mean, silence. Yeah, that was. That is covered by. Maybe you need these sort the of like hanging group resolutions. Like I'm going to get oh, more fire. Well, but see, I've sort of already been doing that because I have. It turns out, Trina's a four-year-old and needs to be rewarded with things like stars and stickers and check marks. Whatever. I don't think any so. of us would ever get. <laughs> so I have on my calendar. You can go back like calendars for like the last five years. You can see my check marks. For whether or not I floss, for whether or not I brushed my teeth, and I used to have to wash my contacts every night. I no longer get that check mark because I got LASIK, so I no longer have contacts. Yay! You guys, it's amazing <laughs> to be able to wake up and see. I don't know if any of you could know when what did that's you get like. LASIK? October. Yeah. You look just the same as you ever. I know because <laughs> I had contacts. It's already <laughs> done. Uh, but yeah, so I have check marks, and then and then I also write down if I eat a fruit, I it counts. I get an F, and if I eat a vegetable that day, it has to be a serving of a vegetable. So you can't just be like, oh, I ate a cucumber. Well, cucumber counts as a serving, but like one carrot is not. A I have a uh, baby carrot. Like that doesn't uh, count. I would I would be willing to resolve to introduce you to a new leafy vegetable each month. <laughs> Are there twelve leafy vegetables? Yeah. The Sindawe alone. This is why we have an expert in the room. Okay. Seventy-five species. I, it's kind of it's like a book of the month club, except it's a leafy vegetable yeah. of the month. Right. Okay. Uh, you right. can put that in the newsletter. Yeah. Oh, guys, we're gonna start an ethical writing newsletter. <laughs> very excited. So. And we'll get a monthly update. Of <laughs> it's probably gonna be like once a month you get a newsletter, and it's like three things that Steve has been thinking about, and Matt, then like. And Matthew discusses water crap. <laughs> <laughs> the leafy vegetable of the month is, and here is a sample recipe. 
And it'll be like, and it'll be like what happened when I tried kale. And I was like, look guys, I made kale chips. They're gross. You should eat them. <laughs> turns out I don't like kale. Yeah. I also don't really like onions. I think kale, but a tough sale. 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 Ooh. <laughs> like what do we what do we see upcoming for 2018 that makes no fucking sense? Well, yeah. I was gonna ask you a question and then I wanted to start talk, keep talking. Yeah. So I was in the airport on Christmas Day and there were these two teenagers in ripped jeans, which not new, right? Everyone's been wearing, mm-hmm. but they were right. They came from the 90s, the best decade. Right. So they were but they weren't just ripped in front. They were like ripped in the back. So it was practically like wearing shorts. <laughs> But like ripped down the back of the thigh and ripped down the front of the thigh and then also ripped down the front of the kit. And I was like, it's like you're not even wearing pants anymore. It's like reverse chat. I think you <laughs> just described the point. But like, what? I mean, also like, okay, fine if you want to do that when it's 70 degrees outside. But also, it's winter. It literally snowed that morning. Maybe they had on in Chicago to in New York. Yeah. No, uh, I was going with winter in a cold place. Well, also true, but I was sitting in the the Newark airport. It's not like New Jersey is a place of work. I was very confused a year or two ago by uh, this. Well, it was never entirely clear if it was supposed to be a serious term, but normcore. It was a subset of hipster fashion uh, where you wear purposefully dowdy clothes. Like, you dress like people from... You dress like Steve. Well, you dress like... You dress <laughs> well, like, Steve like you wears dress Adidas, like so that's like... Well, no, Adidas this is me in my relaxed wear. Like, on my everyday slaps in the sweater. Oh, well, yeah, but that not that more like Rob Lowe and the West Wing? No? No one? Okay, so... Anyway. What? Have you? See, this is Hunter Forest and the best television ever written. I just don't watch that much TV. Ah, I mean, fair. How do I? I'd like to, but then I can never say on top of it. I mean, also fair. But Stephanie, we totally hijacked your newsletter editorial. On fashion trends. You on fashion trends. Or another topic of Well, so, things I don't understand are the pants that don't quite meet the boots in the some freezing weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like well, it's like they're, they're cut right. for the ankle. Like they don't wear socks underneath, which I guess the look is for no socks. But like exposing, you know, two inches of your skin in this doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, like I kept seeing women going to parties yesterday in peep toe heels. I and saw like no open toed boots. <laughs> <laughs> According to the car that I was inside of, so it was a little warmer inside the car. But outside Fahrenheit. the car, it was five degrees five, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Let's specify for our audience that might be in the middle. Oh, we have so many audience that don't live in the United States of America. 
They might be. Well, that's but there are scientist audience members. They use Delphi. But actually, it's very funny if you ask American scientists. If they actually really understand Celsius, most of them will say no. That number means nothing. <laughs> What's your sample size on this? <laughs> is this truly a random study? Well, no. <laughs> Which is the University of Chicago? No, all that. I mean, people at Fermilab. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so. Tolis boots sounds dumb. Like a cowboy boot? Ew. No, I don't think they were cowboy boots. They were like the heel boots that were pink toe. Yep. What's that actually? It's a weird and fascinating world. I don't know. Hurt. I mean, heels in general hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you'd just be pushing your, I guess it's like heels too. Anyway. Yeah. Like pink toe heels. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing the toes yeah. down and out. No conception of any of this. You're talking <laughs> to a man who gave up shoelaces as soon as he could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your mother could have just not given you shoelaces. You could have just stayed Velcro your entire life. My mother wasn't going to make that decision. Okay. <laughs> How old were you when you gave up shoelaces? Oh, like when I was an adult and buying my own shoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a lot later than I would have expected for as soon as I could. <laughs> uh, so I love my mother very much. And if she said I had to have shoelaces, shoelaces. Okay. There was not a lover for all occasion. There is now. <laughs> I have my casual loafer. I've got my dress up loafer. I've got my both brown and black nice loafers. <laughs> Do you wear socks? Yes. Not right now, to be clear. Well, right. Steve is not currently wearing socks. I can see that you don't wear socks. Yeah. Did you coordinate your socks with your nails? Was that part of the brand? Speaking, oh. of, <laughs> speaking of fashion trends. No, uh, I just. These socks are actually for leftover from when I went to Peru and did the Inca Trail. Oh, yeah. And so mm-hmm. these. How was that? Uh, fantastic. I would go again. I would 100% do it again. It was amazing. When are you going to do Kilimanjaro? Uh, I don't know. Because now I'm going to Berlin in February. Or no, that's not true. September to run the marathon. So it kind of comes down to like when I have money and when I'm unemployed and when I'm not getting married or pregnant or running marathons. Which is, I mean... Hopefully Kilimanjaro will be there for a while. Yeah. It's a mountain. Well, the, the ice yeah. top will be. If we lose the mountains. <laughs> yeah. But then Bad all... things have happened. Right. <laughs> the ice is melting, but the mountain is. As long as the mountain is still there. It's mostly the mountain I'm interested in. Yeah. Right. Hey, you've done, you haven't done it. No, I've never climbed up all the way to the top. But we've, we've, we've hiked in the foothills. Yeah. Or at the base, I guess I should say. But it was much easier than I thought. Well, it's the only mountain of that height that tourists can climb because it's such a gentle slope. It's not like Everest where you have to have experience in alpining, which I won't. I have no desire whatsoever to go to Everest. Good. $20,000 to climb to the top. And I'm not even the one doing the climbing because there are Sherpas carrying your shit. I feel like every single record should have an asterisk. It's like, by the way... Sir Edmund Hillary summited the mountain, but Sherpas carried all of his nonsense to get in there. 
Like that's I could barely get to the top of the Sears Tower. I like I, I did one of those races with a bunch of Insta folks once. Where oh, yeah, no, I know. I don't do Run to the top of the Sears Tower and hustle up the handcuffs. You know, I started off jogging <laughs> at that sort of like rate, and I was like, I could do this. This is no problem. And then about like floor four. I mean, the impressive thing is the firefighters, because they go up in gear. Yeah. And they still come in. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. And once we, once I got to about 85, it was like every two floors, I had to stop and take a break. Yeah. Yeah. So doing, yeah, doing, doing much more than that. Well, I mean, the nice thing about climbing a mountain is that, first of all, the guide's job is to get you to the top of the mountain. So they're used to American tourists who are out of shape. And they're like, they'll be like, yeah, I'll wait. Like, we'll wait. We'll take a break. We're going to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other thing is that it's like, there's, it's not like a marathon where they're timing you. It's literally just like, you have 10 hours. If it takes you 10 hours to do this, then it takes you 10 hours. And like, I would, I would do my little, I ended up having the whole thing to myself because everyone else in my group was either super slow behind me or really fast in front of me. So I would like walk for two minutes. And then I check my thing and be like, oh, it's only been two minutes. And then I walk for another three minutes. And then I'd stop and I'd give myself a 30 second break. And then I'd walk for another five minutes and then have to think that I was done after two minutes and it wasn't. And then every 15 minutes, I got to have a shot block, which is like candy. <laughs> it's like candy for runners. Is it a goo? Yeah, no, it's a, it's like it's a gel. Thing. It's like a jelly. It's just like a square jelly. Every 15 minutes, I got to have one of those. It's like a small block of jello. And what's in it? Sugar. Gelatin. Oh, like they make them? Or yeah. Or they come in packages? They come in packages of six. Okay. So I would let myself have one square every 15 minutes. And I got to have a 30-second rest break every five minutes. Do they hand them out to you? Along the... No, I took mine. I brought mine. <laughs> or no, and I got to have water every day. Being Katrina, yeah. <laughs> are there any marathons where they instead of you know just Gatorade, they got like cheeseburgers? I'm sure well, probably not a marathon, <laughs> but there are there. I mean, there are five Ks where they're like you eat a donut at the start line, you eat a donut halfway, you eat a donut at the end line. There's the beer mile. Uh huh. No, um, that sounds more of like a, a hash. What do you a hash? There's all these hash clubs that have these crazy. Running. Yeah. There's a whole bunch. There's like, I'm sure there's a fried chicken 5K somewhere. You know, there's a Guinness 5K somewhere. I would be. Probably I would be Dublin. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna start running with us again? Yeah. In Feb, in March, I want to get the year runners back up and going because yeah. I have to start training for a marathon in like April. But we could all do. We could all train for the Shamrock Shuffle, which is at the end of March together. And that's only a five mile race, you all. Bye bye. I can do that. Or 8K for our metrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 4.98 miles, but it's basically just five miles. And it's always cold and windy, but it's only five miles, and then you get a medal at the end of it. And a beer. You can have my beer. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> but it's not a resolution because I don't want to set myself up for a beer. No. I was, I, it's okay, every 15 minutes, Katrina's going to hand you shot blocks. <laughs> yeah, right. Do they taste it? I think so. I like those and the jelly beans. I've never had the goo. I refuse. The texture looks weird. 
Okay. How big are the jelly beans? Large, very large jelly beans. No, they're like it's it's like a jelly bean. But like, <laughs> like a, a large jelly bean. Jelly. No, it's, like a it's just like a jelly bean. <laughs> it's just a large jelly bean. Are there any food related 5Ks in Algonquin? I have no idea. Well, let's check that. Okay, Google Monkey. Oh, here. <laughs> Audience at home, this is a pause for you <laughs> to look up the food related to look up the Northern Yeah. So we're going to wait a moment. Well, you get that done. <laughs> Send the email in. Get prepared for the newsletter response. Right. We do have an email, ethicalrioting at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. Wait, so is this going to be, like, are you going to mail out a hard copy of the newsletter? No. <laughs> I think that could be kind of romantic. Yeah, for our yeah. audience. Yeah, no, no it's what? totally doable for our audience of, like, five. <laughs> oh, 5C started listening to us, you guys. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Well, at least Steve Downing and Jeff. Hey, shout out to Steve Downing and Jeff Tamer. Um, when are they going to be on the show? Uh, if they come down to San Diego, when I'm in California, they can be on the show. Have you thought about doing uh, long distance podcasts? Well, then I'd have to like, I think I'd probably have to have a better microphone so that it's I can record year. over the phone. It's a new year, a new podcast. Maybe. I mean, just like, I would like to get to a point where we're having consistent podcasts as opposed to... Katrina happens to be in town and is able to get Steve to come over, <laughs> or Lance, one of the two. Have you experimented with format? What do you mean? Uh, like, uh, with a more set set of questions that you've prepared in advance? No. Like, would you, you like that? Would you read our books beforehand, Terry Gross style? <laughs> no. Do, have do you have a book? No. Wait, are you telling or me papers. I actually have to read the article on leafy vegetables no, before I eat the leafy no. vegetables? No, unrelated. Okay. Yeah. Give people to write their or read their papers. No. No, I think the charm. I see. This is why Lance is so helpful because he actually asks questions that steer the conversation in some rational form. Uh -huh. I think it's just hilarious to watch me go off and be me. Like yes, like what was it? We tried to do a podcast with just me and Steve on Saturday. And then I played Penguinopoly by myself. Yeah, we didn't record that. We won. But in case you were wondering, I won. Steve won and he wasn't even playing. I played for both him and Nick and, and myself. Yourself. What's Penguinopoly? It's Monopoly but with penguins. Also, I decided that we weren't going to use money because we didn't have enough time to So did you use money. Bitcoin? No. I just handed out properties, and then I'd be like, Steve, you owe me $18. And then I'd build hotels, and everybody owes me. <laughs> do you um, do you own any Bitcoin? No. Do you, Steve? Uh... <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Steve seems like the type to buy gold and then hide it around his house. Uh, Steph. <laughs> are you into the gold? Are you a supporter of the gold standard? No. I think Steve might be lying, but that's just me. No, I, I think uh, uh, fiat money is probably one of the more important developments of you know, the modern economy. Fair. I mean, I appreciate it as a theater artist because I can't imagine trying to barter for, like, be like, hi, I'd like, really like a chicken. I'll perform this monologue for you if you'll give me that chicken. Like, that's not helpful to uh, me. 
like goldback money doesn't preclude using money. Fiat money is just saying that it is the the might of the U.S. government that ensures that money is valued. Okay, and I'm saying that I appreciate the development of money at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Sorry, you're going further. <laughs> And you're also appreciative that they're not giant stone wheels, right? Right. Really appreciative. Also appreciative that we now don't fly things just on a hemp system. Oh my god! I saw the greatest showman! A hemp system? Yeah. What? Hemp what? rope. A fly system. Oh. They used to be made out of hemp rope. Yeah. And now we don't use that anymore. Because while hemp rope can be quite strong, it also can fail. Not that modern automation can't fail, but like... You feel slightly safer with an aircraft cable than you do with the hemp rope that is way more subject to the fluctuations of climate and temperature and humidity. Are we talking about for the theater? Yes. Okay. Are we also talking about airplanes? I Maybe. wondered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to be in an airplane powered by hemp rope? <laughs> that is an excellent question. Start out by twisting the rope. Yeah, right. Reverse direction <laughs> and everything tightens up. And then the guy runs away. <laughs> 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 right. But also, I saw The Greatest Showman. Yes. Uh, so, do you want to know how it is as a standalone film? Or do you want to know if I liked it? Oh. Okay, the standalone film is not very good. The story, there's no depth whatsoever to the story. And it just jumps around from point to point and doesn't feel like connecting the dots at all. Luckily, the dots aren't hard to connect, so you as an audience member aren't really missing anything. But you're also like, how the fudge did we get here? Uh, you already swore once. You can swear. I did? Oh, yeah. remind me to mark We're this explicit. as explicit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then... There is no editing. <laughs> there is no editing. There is no editing. I just save it, throw it up on the internet. How many of them are explicit thus far? Assuming the ones... Probably all of them. The ones I remember to mark explicit... That's an interesting question. Yeah, we haven't gotten any negative feedback because of it. Well, but I mean, how many listeners do we have? No. Dear listeners, or at the please end of 2018. Those are two very different questions. Well, I mean, do we want to make a New Year's resolution for how many listeners? We no. should have 10 listeners by the end of 2018. No. What part of no <laughs> did you oh. not understand? The part where I just ignore you. That could be the same person. That is probably what drives this podcast. That feels like cheating. Ignoring Steve. Excuse me. Ten unique. Give her a little sparkling cider. It's just barfy barf. Barfy burp I had chocolate and no, that's not a word. I had. <laughs> I didn't have chocolate chip bacon pan bacon chocolate chip pancakes today like I usually do, but I did have chocolate chip pancakes and bacon and eggs like I usually do on New Year's morning. That was my story about my bacon chocolate chip. Pancakes. Thank you. Do they, I appreciate what do they usually not have chocolate chip? The bacon pancakes or just pancakes in general? Well, you said they didn't have chocolate. That was the story about the bacon chocolate <laughs> chip pancakes. <and> <laughs> no, wait, when I first started telling the story, I mixed up how to phrase the word bacon chocolate chip pancakes, and I tried to say chocolate bacon, and it just didn't go well. No. I mean, we could just rewind the podcast. So it was, a, it was a chocolate-free bacon chocolate chip. No, 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 no. The bacon wasn't in the pancakes. Oh. The ba- so usually the bacon is in the pancakes. Oh, okay. And this time around it was just the chocolate chip pancakes. And because my boyfriend doesn't 
He almost <laughs> plain pancakes. I he doesn't. Are you okay? What? He Is doesn't. That the first Steve on the podcast. Maybe Steve. I don't know. What are you on the radio? Like if you are a radio announcer, you have to see. I, I think you turned off your mic. Yeah. So the bacon was next to the pancake. Yes. We will have to find an Instagram <laughs> who is a radio and the and the pancake patch on and find out. Yeah. Oh, Heather Ferguson, she was a DJ in college for yeah. the metal station. Did she, it ever have a radio station? They've thoroughly expanded their Idle to the Bowl, which is no longer called Idle to the Bowl. Um but thoroughly. Expanded. I feel like IMSA should have a pirate radio station. Like, oh, they had the Tim Messer had that radio hour, midnights, not something. He did his own radio thing. Ooh. Class of two thousand. Tim Messer, class of two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Class of 2000. yeah. He's in Chicago. Yeah, Naperville, Aurora. He's on yeah. T somewhere out there. Yeah, he works at Bernie's. Oh yeah, we could get him. Wait, does Jason work at Bernie? Mm-hmm. That's how you know these things. Mm-hmm. Does Jason pay attention to Celsius? Yeah, although Jason, I think, actually claims to. He's one of the few people who actually claims to, to hear a number and be like, oh, I know what that means. Um, but I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to give me a moment and I look up and I do some calculations and I'm like, okay. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. I pretty much just know that Celsius zero is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So if it's below zero in Celsius, it's probably not warm. This is true. <laughs> that, is a, that is a fairly uh, rough yet accurate yardstick. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. Shall I bring us the worst part of the We're out of sparkling cider. Already? Already. There's just the one bottle. Do you want champagne? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Any glasses? No, no. I have to go to a Bulls game. I'm very busy. I'm very important. So, Stephanie, now that it's just us two, mm-hmm. tell me about yourself. What you have missed, gentle readers, is the fact that Steve and Matthew both walked out of the room to go get champagne for themselves. So now Stephanie's going to tell me all about that. Well, grew up in Illinois. Much like all of us. Went to high school in Illinois. Ooh. Um, I'm pretty boring. Well, <laughs> all of us are pretty boring when you do something like that. Uh, well, like, I don't know, have you read any good books? Um, <laughs> nothing that comes to mind. Okay. Have you seen anything? Ooh! Do we need to talk about Star Wars? Have you, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> Stephanie hasn't seen Star Wars. Also, I don't know if you heard that, but literally they just popped the cork on the champagne in the kitchen, and then they both murmured about popping the cork in the champagne. So clearly they forgot that you're supposed to twist the bottle and not the cork. <laughs> Tip that you learn in costume technology. Surprising things you learn in theater school. In surprising <laughs> classes. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie did not go to theater school. Nope. I did not. No, but she was on a diving team with me. She was. And we survived math together. Many semesters of math together. Oh. Biology. And biology with Dr. Pine. Dance class. 
I've slept through a lot of them. Yeah. We woke each other up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Alright, so who twisted the bottle and not the cork? Uh, that was Steve. Steve. He, he read the label, which said, do not point at face. Oh, I didn't. It's <laughs> not actually on the label. And then he pointed at, just at Matthew's face instead. <laughs> Steve talking out loud. That was a mental reminder that became Coaster? A, Steve, no. where are your favorite coasters? Oh, wait, no. Oh, pause. I have to take a photo, and then this can be the photo for the podcast. With the, with the screensaver in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Cheers. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do we... what, I can get you a real glass. Okay, sure. Um, I feel like we should maybe talk about what we expect for 2018. I expect for there to be a reckoning. I am just waiting for that reckoning. In yeah, what sphere sure. of life? I'm not sure I'm expecting the December. Is this because you've been playing too much Oregon Trail? <laughs> yes. Also, Oregon Trail, the reckoning. <laughs> the reckoning. <laughs> I think they just call that the Donner part. Oh, <laughs> I went to the Museum of Man in San Diego, and they had an entire exhibit on cannibalism. Oh yeah, really? Curtis yeah. Of the Donner Party. Didn't we talk about the Donner Party the first time? I, was I don't know. Perhaps you are obsessed with Donner Party. I swear. Have I you seen Cannibal the Musical? No. It's Is it a amazing. Is it Hannibal? No. It's Hannibal. It's Trey Hannibal. Park and Matt Stone. Trey Stone and Matt Park. The people who did South Park, whatever their faces are, mm-hmm. it was their college thesis. And they made a musical film called Cannibal the Musical. And they actually decided to... Yeah, I can't... I don't remember if it was on Net. It used to be on Netflix, maybe. Somehow we watched it. We had a book club, and we read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and then we watched Cannibal the Musical. Because we, we had a weird book club. Naturally. Anyway. I expect a reckoning in 2018. Matthew? In which sphere's life? Preferably politically. <laughs> I am expecting the midterm elections to... I am, Well, expecting is a strong word. I'm hoping that the midterm elections... you got to bring it well. into life yeah. with your ethical rioting. Yeah, yeah. I think that could easily be a... Thing I'll like go it. flip some tables and then flip them back up. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up yeah. I have thought about running for public office. I keep looking into it. And then everyone I talk to agrees that I should in no way be a public servant Why? who is elected to office. I would be a great public servant if I was appointed to office. But I think putting me in front of the public in an electable position is a terrible idea. What about dog catcher? <laughs> also a terrible idea. I would also like to point out that I was actually elected to student class board at IMSA. Yeah. And I currently serve as on the executive board of a volunteer organization. Perhaps those constituencies should not have voted for me. What's the volunteer organization? No, I, I disagree. No? Yeah. The Stage Management Association. Stage Managers Association. What what uh what kind of pot would you want to be local, state, national? Local. Like an alderman. Yeah. Did you know aldermen get paid a hundred thousand dollars a year? Yes. Do you know that's like a three to four times increase over what I make as a theater artist? 
Anyway, I would like a reckoning. Matthew, would you like an alien invasion? Oh, what do I want this year? Yeah. Do you want women to actually wear pants when they go out in the winter? (laughs) To cover their ankles. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fascist. Doesn't it? Saying it's cold outside. (laughs) Nothing drives me more crazy than women, particularly the ones in college, who would be like, oh, it's mid-January, but I'm going to the club, so I'm not going to bring a coat. And I'm like, it is literally 19 degrees outside. I also understand that, though, because I hate carrying coats. Right. But they're also wearing, like, backless, sleeveless shirts. You don't know what I wear at the club. No, yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I look good when I go to the club. I have no doubt whatsoever. <laughs> I never did get to go to the club with you. Because you would always be like, all right, it's midnight, let's go. And I'd be like, it's midnight, I'm going to bed. Is that another thing you want to resolve? To go to bed? Well, the, the club that I like to go to opens at 10 p.m. Yeah. No. We could go at 10. No. That sounds terrible. We could have a dance party. At home. I would love to have a dance party at home. That can start at 10 p.m. Eating vegetables. Yay! Leafy greens! <laughs> I'm looking forward to my vegetable of the month. <laughs> yeah, it's January. you got to start thinking about what we're going to do. It's by January leafy vegetable. On deep, I've already decided. <laughs> and dive. You have to send me, you also have to send me a recipe for on deep. I know which recipe. I already know which recipe I'm is it literally going to be a recipe called salad? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the recipe. There's some other stuff. Now, beef, we're going to slice it in half. Okay. And then, and then you uh, put some butter, uh-huh. salt, and sugar, and pepper. Sure. And some white wine or vermouth. Oh. And then you braid it. Oh. And it's delicious. But it's just a piece of lettuce. Well, it's a very sturdy <laughs> piece of lettuce. Vegetable. But I'm so it'll be soft. Okay. And then I just put it in the oven. Yeah. I've never baked a leafy vegetable before. Well, 2018 is going to be a, a fiber-rich world. <laughs> I can't wait. Fiber and reckoning. Fiber and reckoning. <laughs> reckoning the fiber. Fibrous reckoning. Oh, wow. That's, that's the name of our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that could go in very bad directions. I know. Fiery poops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interviews from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I you imagine, probably like, want to get a better microphone. Like, uh, <laughs> you could interview Do people. Do we? Let's go back to the bathroom. You can interview people. No, well, you have to call no. something else. No, in the bathroom, I was going to say, like, you know, interviews in the bathtub. Because that's when, because people would feel. Yeah. Like BRS cargo? Yeah. People would feel uh, more vulnerable, perhaps more open uh-huh. to uh, giving you insightful revealing uh-huh. questions. While naked? Yeah, bubble bath. Well, I mean, no one really <laughs> likes baths. It's a podcast, so it's all up to the imagination anyway. It's true. We could lie to them about Do you like baths? I love baths. I don't like it. She likes baths. Stephanie likes baths. What are you looking forward to, or what do you expect in 20? What? I don't know. Let's talk about, I don't know. It's New Year's. I feel like we have to talk about these things. Um, I hear the Bears are going to fire their head coach. 
Yeah, prove that. You want that to happen? That's what they do. That's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were the most laissez-faire. Laissez-faire. Laissez. Nope. Nope. It's not a word. It is a word, but not in that sentence. It should not be used in that sentence. <laughs> blase. You are a blase fan of the bears. I mean, I'm a fan of them, but I'm not like a hardcore follower. Super fan. Yeah. You, but you like tailgating. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever tailgated in my life. Are there foods that are really just inappropriate for tailgating? Like on the... Like, I would not bring braised. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I imagine know, I pretty like much anything it. like you could find it. Do you see people that try to do like more paint mm-hmm. White tablecloth. And... Mm, I don't know if it's. I know there are gourmet foods. I don't know if they're doing fancy no. places. Um, but yeah. No, <laughs> I made bacon-wrapped sausages for my friends on Saturday. I also had a fondue evening. So now if anyone wants to come over for fondue, I just have fondue leftovers in my fridge. And by come over for fondue, I mean in like seven hours. Like, did you just throw everything in the cheese and then put it in the fridge all together? No, no, it's all separated out. What are fondue leftovers besides solid cheese? Well, it's the, so it's the cheese, it's, it's, so you melt the cheese into a melty cheese fondue, and then you put it in Tupperware, and you put it in the fridge, and it re-solidifies. And then you also have your marinara pizza fondue, which is pepperoni in it, so that gets thrown into Tupperware. And then we have the s'mores chocolate fondue, which got thrown into Tupperware and thrown in the fridge, so now it's solid. And we also had the dark chocolate fondue, which uh, got thrown into Tupperware and thrown in the fridge, so that's not solid. Hmm. I have lots of vegetables. None of them are leafy. I mean, unless broccoli and cauliflower counts as leafy vegetables. No, but you, I mean, you can eat that leafy. Gross. <laughs> They're inflorescences. Inflorescences? Yeah. What does that mean? The flowering body. You know, like if you let broccoli go too long, it gets the little yellow flowers. No, I didn't know that. Oh, really? You've never yeah. seen that in the store? You've never seen a broccoli with the little yellow flowers? No. No. Oh, yeah. Now, the little tips of broccoli are, are all flower bed. Huh. Like, part of me knew that, but I've never seen them actually flower. Yeah, they're yellow. Interesting. Oh, uh-huh. cauliflower. I don't know that I've ever seen cauliflower flower. <laughs> You're our vegetable expert. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had cauliflower rice? Cauliflower uh, Yes, I have. I've not. Something went wrong. It ended up being really. You don't believe in flour. No, I I do believe in flour. <laughs> this is why I don't need my cauliflower to be flour. Because I just go get flour. Oh, the unmarked flour. We yes. flour. Yes. Well, somebody's not gluten intolerant. <laughs> no. I love my gluten. That makes me very happy. Well, the fondue cheese melt. And, well, if you warm it up. But yeah. I mean, will it have, like, a nice texture? Uh, if you reheat it, you're about to find out, aren't you? Well, I mean, well, you're assuming it had a nice texture to begin with. <laughs> I don't actually like traditional fondue cheese. I think it's a little 
What kind of, what did you use? I used Gruyere, Emmental, and Hardwick, Hatwick, Hard, Harabek, Harabek, I think it's bitter. Have a quart, maybe? I have no idea. Cheese. I use three types of cheese. Do you not? Is it just cheese all together, or is there cream, or? Uh, there's cider. Cider was the base. Mm-hmm. I could be interested in that. Apple cider was the base. And then I <laughs> put garlic all around the pan, <laughs> and then I put cider in. And then you just start melting the cheese into it. Like, so you grate the cheese, which turns out we... Did you know that grating about 21 yes. ounces of cheese is time-consuming and boring? Yes. <laughs> I did know that, actually, from experience. Then you just throw the cheese in and stir it up and melt it until it melts. Good. That's all you do. That's fun, dude. Yeah. And you like stick stuff into it. Yeah. That's pretty good. I don't know how that part works. Yeah. What's the What's the other kind where they you have like the wedge of cheese and you scrape it off and it gets warm? I don't know, but I really wish there were podcast listeners. I couldn't find the raclette cheese. They, they don't sell it at Jewel or Aldi, turns out. Raclette's not something that they easily sell. I once got, can I tell you a Jewel cheese story? I would love to. How many Jewel cheese stories do you have? Well, I have at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, if I have it, that I have any more. Um, is your ride here? Uh, no, but you tell the story and I'm going to start bundling. You're already packing up. Well, he's supposed to be here at three fifteen. I'm gonna have some champagne, man. And then we have to go, and then we have to go pick up his sister at the train station, and then we have to go get food, and then we have to go to the bulls. Wait, where is Google Monkey from? Uh, he was born in Chicago, and then he moved out to Wheatonfield, Woodfield, Woodfield. Is that a place? Woodridge. Woodridge a place? Woodridge. And now his sister lives in Darien, and his mom lives in something like Downers Grove. I made that up. I have no idea. It's on the public. It's all part of her plan to put out false information, security mm-hmm. answer, security button. Have you met Google Monkey? Yeah. That makes a nice thing. Yeah. He gets along well. Have yeah. you met Google Monkey? Mm-hmm. I haven't either. I want... I had to lead a workshop while well, I was the workshop coordinator on campus, and the workshops are topical. So I was in charge of the African Studies workshop. That basically just means that you buy snacks, and then you clean up the snacks. Well, we have this joint workshop with a uh, Modern France and the Francophone World workshop, I think is what they were called. And it was in the anthropology building. And so I get there early and put out and our workshop. Wait, is this the jewel cheese story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> our workshop is fairly casual. Yeah. And so I put I put all the snackies, and also I think that like especially grad students that you need to give them good snackies because they're busy, and also you get money for the express purpose of uh, buying snackies. Uh-huh. But some some workshops like don't spend their money on mm-hmm. snacks; they spend on other stuff. Anyway, I bought these delicious snacks, had them on the table. And this professor came in, and she goes, the food is already out. And I go, well, yes, is that a problem? She goes, well, we prefer to eat at the end. 
so that we may focus on the paper <laughs> rather than the rather than have the distraction. And he's like, okay, that's fine. We can take the food off. <laughs> and I had been told I'd been uh, forbidden, forbade, forbidden mm-hmm. from buying the wine uh-huh. because they. Uh, you never know when your grad students are going to be under twenty-one. No, it was because they're the the, the modern France workshop, and their cultural chauvinism. Oh, okay, yeah. Was shining through. Yeah. And they set up all they set up all the bottles of red on one side and all the bottles of white on the other side, and they had this grid of of wine glasses on a white tablecloth at the end of the table. And I was like, this is absolutely crazy. We we drink our alcohol out of plastic cups. <laughs> like little plastic yeah. tiny ones. And um, like four ounce. And it was actually the day it was the day of uh, my first date with Jason. Ooh. And during the workshop I had to send him a text to say, Hey, I'm definitely gonna be late to that date because this workshop is not going in any way. <laughs> uh, and so the workshop ends and we finally start eating the snacks and drinking the wine. And this professor, who had already annoyed me from the beginning, uh, comes up to me and she goes, this cheese is so delicious. I have not had a cheese this delicious in some time. Could you please tell me what this cheese is and where you got it? And I don't remember what it was called, but I was like, I got it at the Jewel. And I made sure to, to say it like it sounded extra down market. <laughs> And then I had to cut out early. Yeah, because he had to go on a date. Yeah, well, it turned out well. He, he forgave me. Good. Because we're still dating. All right. <laughs> Which we're glad about. We like Jason. Steve, real fast. What do you expect in 2018? What do I expect? Yeah, before I have to take away the podcast. Mostly the podcast equipment. The podcast can stay, but the equipment is coming with me. Here's what, here's what, what I, I didn't say. podcast exists without... The equipment? Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, the company is that's still a profound, here. That's a profound existential and philosophical question. I don't know if I'd go that far. I expect to... What I was going to say was that I expect to get interrupted by the end of this podcast. Too late! That was been said! Your only hope is that you were too quiet and the microphone didn't pick it up. Alright. Last Last statements, y'all. Google Monkey's on his way before I hit stop. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, you know what I'm looking forward to in 2018? This podcast taking off. Woo! We're going to have more than 10 unique listeners. Yeah! Why did you go and make that resolution? <laughs> I don't, we can do it, you guys. No, we didn't do it. Yeah, that was real easy. We got four people in this room. <laughs> so that's four right there. We well, no, I don't listen long. to the podcast. Do you listen to the podcast? No, I'm saying we can go from zero, or we can go from two to ten pretty easily by adding four people in this room. Right, but why would <laughs> I listen to my own podcast? To, to make sure it sounds good. Well, I, I mean, feel like you really don't understand metrics and <laughs> really high expectations. Stephanie, did you? We never. You, did you want anything for 2018 yeah. other than like a reckoning and maybe some fiery poops? Um, a reckoning. I don't know. Okay. Not be bad. Oh, that's good. That's, that's, <laughs> here's to a not bad 2018. Yay! Oh, that I always try to carry into the new year. 
is a reminder that there are many people who love us just the way we are. Um, even if I don't see them, even if I don't talk to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know.